forever and on youtube and finally yeah if you are a subscriber to our youtube you know we're live right now and you've been watching basically a small blooper reel it's been good it's been it's been it's been real blooper reel yeah nailed it god i still got it after all these years all oh, 20 actually after all these years look at we finally made it brian and i have matching chairs yeah kevin made it happen i say look at as we're recording the podcast well we're also on a youtube oh we're on youtube can yeah. you subscribe you can subscribe but you know it's not just subscribing it's Go also on. it's also making sure you tap that bell so you get the notification yeah. so when we're live you can hop in in the chat uh i know two episodes ago we had Kelsey hop in, and yeah. we basically just chatted with her back yeah. and forth. It was fun. Uh, we'd love to do that with the community, especially like when we've done hot ones, when we did the election night, any mm-hmm. of our live streams. We'd love to have that interaction. Uh, and then similarly, when we did the coverage of the Rittenhouse trial, we had someone who we don't even know who it is, but they said they found us through the YouTube algorithm. Yeah. And that was really cool, and they hopped in, and they were kind of – Uh, going point by point with us on what they thought. And sometimes we were able to address it, sometimes not because we were, you know, trying to do our full episode, full episode. So, yeah, gosh, we're so in sync. We're completing each other's sandwiches. That's exactly what I wanted you to say. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, we're just, uh, you know what? Uh, we're getting geared up here. It's going to be, uh, an exciting week for us. Um, we're trying to push out content to you guys uh, continuously, but it is a holiday week. It's going to be tough in the holidays bec- for for two reasons. A, you know, uh, life just gets a little bit busier during the holidays. Certainly. And then also, you know, restaurants get very busy during the yeah. holidays. So, And most importantly of all, we want to be with our family on the holidays. And even though Brian over here is my family, you know, we still have to make our wives happy. We don't have to try to make each other happy. Well, I try really hard. You don't have to. I know, but I try. Your presence is really nice. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Brian and I were talking about what we want to do for this episode. and um, I think there's only one appropriate answer. Each other? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I said one appropriate answer. That's the oh, accurate answer, bad, but that's bad, inappropriate. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. The appropriate answer is, what was your favorite Easter moment? That seems appropriate. Yeah. And I feel like we're really like, it's nice because it's always good to be planned, planning for things and, you know, just be ahead of that curve. And it's like, <laughs> glaze right over Christmas. I mean, it's good. <laughs> I mean, go right past New Year's. That's how people are in, in you know, the malls and in retail. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, let's think two holidays ahead at Certainly. all times. Like, I mean, they were they were playing Christmas music like a couple weeks ago. Oh, I love Christmas music. I do, too. But I but I was always under the framework. My mom was adamant that like Thanksgiving is mm-hmm. when you could start playing Christmas music. I feel like Thanksgiving is like it's like your second born child if you have a large family. It's like sometimes you just forget about it. Were you the second born? <laughs> no, I was the third born. <laughs> and I can't say that. I would never forget about my little Jacob. Even though he doesn't get brought up on the podcast as much. That's just because he's, you know, just a little guy. But uh yeah, Thanksgiving is the forgotten holiday. See, I disagree. For me, it's my absolute favorite. I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite. I like, love it. It knocks Christmas out of the park. I wouldn't say that, but like I've been a diehard Christmas guy. <laughs> Pun. Double entendre. 
Die Hard, Christmas. Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. It, I actually I would ha- I would have to give it up to Home Alone first, but then Die Hard. Really, Home yeah. Alone before Die Hard? Yeah, maybe. I had to think about it. I'm not in that kind of holiday spirit yet. I still got to make it through Thanksgiving. I'll, you know what? I'll accept that. Yeah, I really will. I have to watch the newest installment of the Home Alone series, and then I'll let you know how I feel. Yeah, and it'll probably go back to Die Hard. Um. But yeah, Thanksgiving is awesome, dude. I mean, it's fantastic. It's a holiday based around uh, togetherness. Uh, most people would say it's a holiday based on eating, but it's just, it's so much more than that. And I think that that gets overlooked and overshadowed and forgotten. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I just, I absolutely love it. I like any chance I can I can get to, to be with my family um, and see all my brothers and sisters. And now especially that they all live closer. Um, it's becoming more of a family affair again. Yeah, I think for Thanksgiving, at least for me, is better than Christmas even just because it's not as commercialized. Like, it's just about the food and the company. Yeah. Not, uh, you know, who got who what. Let's, you know, do White Elephant. Isn't that the yeah. name? Yeah. Uh, Yankee Switch. The Yankee whatever. Switch. Whatever they play in the office. Everybody wants the iPad. You know, and, and I think with Thanksgiving, it's, it's just so focused on the food and the company. And, and we play games at like my house. Like, yeah. do you know that Heads Up game? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, love that I game. love it's that fun. game. It's fun. It's uh, fun. My wife and I are really good at it. I believe that. And uh, so it ends up like we're all playing together. And then people just want to watch us because we get super competitive. And like, yeah. Oh, we got seven last round. We got to get eight. We got to get nine. Yeah. Then we got to get 10. Yeah. And then we yeah. have to get 12 because fuck 11. I turn it up past 11. I go straight to 12. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I do. You know, we don't do a ton of family games. No. Um, I mean, we talk when we talk a lot of shit and then we usually play darts. Um, oh yeah, you have the yeah, the championship do, belt. What's yeah, well that's for Christmas, but we, like we just play all sorts of games. It's the weather's night, we play bags. We're like an out, we're you know we're an outdoor games family. Um, if I should try to get every I should try to get everyone to play Heads Up this year. Yeah, I think it's a really fun game. You got to get people to do their five pieces of media for their cannon. Yeah, I, that's what I plan on unleashing. Really? Yeah, I'm just gonna go straight to talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> Your mom would not be happy with that move. <laughs> More than you think. She'd actually... My mom's okay I think with politics. Your, no, I think your mom would be fine yeah. talking about it with right. you under yeah. any circumstance. Yeah, but, but my, my sister-in-law will be there, so that's a no-go. Well, and that's what I'm saying is like the moment you brought up something that could lead to confrontation, I think your mom would be like, Kevin, why would you do this? Yeah. She'd be like, Kevin, let's go have some whiskey. I'd be like, okay, mom. Like the kid that just talk totally, amongst yourselves. <laughs> no, like the kid that just totally got distracted when you know when your kid gets upset and you're like, you want a treat? And you're like, yeah. What was that? What was what was just happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You want a treat? You're talking about a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say that. What do you say to Nora when like she can have some? You probably just say like, young lady, would you like some candy? Please vote. <laughs> Yes would be in blue, of course, and then red would be uh, for no. <laughs> Monorail. I don't. Uh, no, I. I don't. I don't know what I do. Usually, I just ask her, and if she doesn't like respond positively, I just look at her, <laughs> stare down. Yeah, just like I'm gonna wait for you to change your answer. Like, yeah. you have a choice here. You absolutely have yes. a choice. I'm just waiting for you to select properly. Mm. Mm. That's good. just keep waiting. Yeah. I don't use the treat approach. That's more of an Anna thing. I do like a... Um, Anna will deny this and deny She's this She's the character of the stick? So many things to say. Uh, um, <laughs> it feels like we've been drinking and we haven't. I know, yeah, yeah. It's a sober and it's seven thirty. Like, there's no reason to be slap heavy. Yeah. I think we're both. Just well, I was happy. actually up early. I almost went to the emergency room this morning. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> me? You didn't tell me this. What happened? It was silly, and like I was embarrassed to say it. Now I'm going to say it to all of our podcast listeners to show my eternal love for all of you and all the listening that you do. Um, but no, I um, 
I woke up in the middle of the night to the sound of Jacob crying on the baby monitor. Oh, I, I didn't wake up to that. I woke up as well. I thought maybe we like rose out of bed together. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't make, I didn't get the re- the rising out of the bed part. I didn't, I didn't knock, knock out of the park today. Uh, I woke up and could not move. My back was completely tensed and it just hurt. It, and it, it was like I had like, um, like oh, I, you did text me and tell me your back hurt, but not oh, like yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I got up. Like, I forced myself out of bed. I had to actually roll off the bed. And then Jeez. I yeah, went into Jacob's room and then made the, the terrible mistake of laying on the ground to try to comfort him back to sleep because I just rub his little belly or hold his little hand and he falls asleep. When I, when I woke up again, uh, and actually that was probably about 2.30 because then at 4.30 is when I was back in the room. And I kind of woke up uh, Anna and I said, honey, I think I might need to go to the doctor. She's like, right now, I was like, yeah, I can't really move. Um, but yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't end up. So how, how's your back now? It's sore, but uh, not too bad. You know, it feels a little bit better. But I've been limbering up all day and drinking plenty of fluids. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, what are you looking at there, Brian? Uh, I had something to bring up, but I, I it'll well no, it's it's politics, but I thought it was just really interesting. I saw it on uh, on TikTok, and then I wanted to confirm, it, and it looks like it, it was true because it was being reported by Reuters and yeah. a couple others. Is it that Christmas is back on? No, that uh, container dwell fees. So your companies that are shipping stuff, mm-hmm. if they're if they're not moving stuff, like if they're purposefully delaying like basically every day that you dwell there is a hundred dollar fine and now all of a sudden like there's a lot less issue getting shit moving interesting yeah i like that yeah biden biden's like enough of this so Mm. he said like there's going to be a hundred dollar fine hundred dollar a day fine so for every day your container stays past it's like given time yeah like you you're like oh well we can't move it which is causing even further bottlenecking yeah then you get fined and all of a sudden the bottleneck is opening up a little bit i wonder at what point uh if you were to graph that would it um start to plateau you know what i mean if you increased the fine how much quicker things would get out um you know what if you made it a thousand dollars a day yeah well, between that, there, there's been a couple of things I really liked. He's also tapping into our oil reserves. Okay. Along with the United Kingdom, I want to say France and Germany as well. Yeah. But there's a couple of the major powers that have massive oil reserves mm-hmm. that we just kind of keep on the back burner and purchase right, on the right. open market. Uh, so they're tapping into that to help lower the cost of gas. Yeah. It's cr- have you seen like the, the screenshots from like California where it's like up over $5 a gallon? Well, here's the thing. Like, you know... The president in general doesn't have a lot of control. It's no, and demand. that's not what I was saying. But no, yeah. no, no, no. I know yeah. it, it's crazy. But yeah. so Biden is pulling on levers that usually don't get pulled on in order to remedy that. Yeah. You know, and and then you also have. I was also interested in the fact that he nominated Jared Powell uh, to stay as the reserve chairman, um, who was appointed by the last administration, mm-hmm. and he's, to be honest, done a very nice job of like navigating these very murky waters with interest rates and stuff like that. Yeah. I would have thought he would have gone with someone a little more progressive, a little bit, a little less pro business. Because if you look at the the marketplace, the stock market's at like an all time high. You have unemployment getting to an all time low again. You have job job craziness in the marketplace where people are generally getting paid better than they ever thought they would. Right. Um. So you're having all of these indicators that it's a strong economy. And so I would have thought they he would have appointed someone progressive to raise the interest rate mm-hmm. because people are very uh, nervous about the inflation that's going on. And the yeah. way to combat that is inflate uh, is interest rates right. by raising the interest rate. It kind of it pumps the brakes on everything. inflation. Yeah. So inflation then starts to creep back down a little bit. So mm-hmm. I thought he was going to do that. But it looks like they're still a little bit nervous about the recovery. And it, I, I mean, I guess it just seems like. The recovery has been going on, uh, you know, since the stimulus package and yeah. the economy is opening back up, et cetera. All of these things. And I was like, oh, man. But I really, really liked the the container fines and uh, opening up our reserves. Uh, I think also by opening up the reserves, it's getting it out now and pushing us in the right direction. Like 
if we move to all green, like we don't need the reserves and then we're just putting it on the open market and we might not really capitalize on it. So instead yeah. use those things now as we move away from fossil fuels like gas or gas and oil. If we move away from that, if we use our reserves now when we need it to kind of combat the inflation, combat the the high demand prices. Right. Rather than waiting to like, all right, we are all electric vehicles. Well, well, and it's interesting that you bring that up too. And I don't want to change the subject because it plays in nicely with what you're saying, um, both with Biden tapping into the fuel supply and then also us uh, tapping into the bottom of a turkey for that stuff. What? Yeah, no, you're no, you were exactly right. <laughs> I mean, you could do this podcast by yourself at this point. You just know exactly what I'm going to say. Wait, really? No, it's oh, okay. <laughs> I get a little excited. Seriously? Oh my god! I got it. We do finish each other's sandwiches. I bring some levity. <laughs> Feels good, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, bro. So, and you and you brought up electric vehicles too, and so um, I haven't delved too much into this today. But when I when I I had texted you earlier, Brian, asking you what you thought about Hunter Biden. Uh huh. Um. And I, I did mean it as a joke there, but I did actually have a question. Sure. Um, about the I Chinese asked, company and the lithium? I wasn't about the lithium. It's about cobalt. Yeah, yeah, that's right. My bad. Um, I, and, I, and I'm I'm really, truly not trying to start a debate, not no. trying to start an argument, trying to get like your input mm-hmm. on that because mm-hmm. I feel, I still feel a little like, and I, I get it, every single president, I'm sure, who has children um, or has business dealings, um, elsewhere other than the United States. I know that they've all done some shady stuff to make a little bit extra money. Um, but like though, I feel like there was like very little investigation that I saw and not that I truly care all that much about the, the Biden laptops. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, then I, I heard this story yesterday or today about this whole cobalt reserve in, I believe it's in the Congo um that he had a big part in basically selling it off to a chinese company or selling it off to china well he's he's on the board of a chinese company Correct, DHR yes. or something yes yeah, yeah 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 um but i mean cobalt's super important as far as like electric cars yeah. batteries all that kind of stuff yeah. uh technology and i just wanted to get your thoughts on that what do you think you know what i mean cuz yeah patriot me yeah says don't give them any of that because let's do something with it for ourselves. You know what I mean? Right. You know, um, introspective or thoughtful me says we shouldn't be using these poor African people as labor to mine all of our cobalt. Right. Well, you know, the thing is, is, you know, Hunter Biden works for this company and he was doing what was best for the company. This is not akin to, I think with some people, not you, but a lot of people are trying to make the comparison as to like what happened with Ivanka Trump in China and like their trademarks or, you know, with other other countries. Right. With the Trump businesses directly benefiting from his presidential administration. Right. Okay, And so I think there's a big disconnect here with Hunter Biden works for a company that is Chinese owned. Mm hmm. But Biden, uh, not senior. it doesn't look good. President, pres- well, it doesn't. It shouldn't look like anything. President Biden has no influence. No, like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just oh. saying it, it looks bad because Biden's trying to pull this whole like be tough on China thing. Yes, yes. And it, it just doesn't look like we're being tough enough. And I know that it has nothing to do with his presidency. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm just saying that like that maybe that's like a little side father son conversation he should have. Like, hey, kiddo. Well, yes and no. Like, I mean, if that's, you know, his don't go son. Down, don't go all big business on me, Brian. No, no, no. If his son wants to, you know, his son is making his own path. Right. Certainly. Right. So, like, it's better that he's making his own path than saying, hey, Papa, I'm depending on you to, you know, do do me a solid, get me employed in, you know, I don't know, Microsoft here. I need to be a board member at Microsoft. Yeah. Now you owe Microsoft. Like. He just went and did his own path. Yeah. So it's like, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Yeah. Was so, he was he the one that they, and forgive me, I don't mean this to be insensitive, because I know that Joe Biden lost one of his sons. Uh, Bo was the one Bo that was, was lost. the one, okay, yes. Yes. 
Um, and was Hunter, Hunter the one? Hunter had all the complications with addictions. Correct. And stuff like okay. That. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure I had a clear yeah, picture. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't he get in trouble, or they were trying to bring light about uh, him kind of like having some other shady business yes. deals with like, that was not, the whole not, laptop thing not with china but with other countries i think it was ukraine thank you that's exactly what i thought it was yeah um I, you know it's just i'm not trying to call a kid out you know maybe he is doing something shady to me it seems a little shady but like that's just because i'm the conspiracy theory guy. well not only but not like, only is are you the conspiracy theory guy which i, I don't think you should even label yourself like you like the idea of them, but I don't yeah. think you necessarily subscribe to them all. No. But I would say you are very, very anti-China. Not anti-Chinese people, but anti-China as yeah. like a government well, I entity. Lo- I, and I think there's a lot of Chinese people, and I'm not trying to speak for them, but I think there's a lot of Chinese people that are anti-China. Sure. You know what I mean? I, actually, I had the pleasure of meeting a Chinese young lady um, when I was much younger, my little brother was going to school at University of Wisconsin Stevens Point, and there was a Chinese um, exchange student. Oh, nice! Um, and she was trying to get full citizenship here sure. because of everything that was going on in China at that time, um, and just how things are run there. Again, I don't know. I've never been to China. I don't have any plans to go to China, but uh, it's always scary when it, that's you know. What I mean, I'm not going to equate it to like what's going on in North Korea, but um, I know that there was something going on with a Chinese tennis star. Did you hear about that? No. Okay, Chinese tennis star goes dis- go, disappears after uh, alleging that the vice president or second in command in China yeah. um, sexually harassed her. Okay. Um, and there were some other things that I don't want to say live on YouTube or on the podcast. Um, don't want to get demonetized quite yet. Um, <laughs> Got to wait till the $100 million Spotify deal comes You're not through. allowed to make money anymore. Yeah. I wasn't anyways. <laughs> Um, but she put out this this thing on Chinese social media okay immediately it goes down the next day she goes missing for like three four days much like the leader of that big Chinese that that, the Chinese billionaire oh from Alibaba yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, it disappears then comes back and all of a sudden there's pictures all over online like her having dinner um, and I haven't gotten to watch the footage yet. I was I was listening to Crystal and Sagar talk, talk about this. Interesting. Um, and they actually got demonetized for saying the full thing of what happened to this Chinese tennis star, oh, or what wow. she alleged, I should say. Interesting. Not, you know what I mean? Innocent until proven guilty. Um, <clears throat> but it was very interesting. And then she comes back, and there's a video, I guess, out there of her like being like saying the exact da- exact date that she's at this restaurant, almost like. They they said it was almost akin to like holding up the newspaper, oh, really? you know, like like proof of life. Interesting. Um, and so I, you know, I, I back to what you're saying. This all comes from you saying that I don't like China, which is true. Um, nothing against Chinese people. No, I get it. A lot of, it, met a lot of friendly, friendly Chinese people. Yeah, I mean, I like I I know of some Russian people uh, that I think are wonderful. Don't really like Vladimir Putin, and I don't like his government. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, thank you for clearing that up. Brian. No, that's totally fine. <laughs> no, it's a fair assessment. I think I think our relationship with China is changing in a good way. It's going back to where it's like we're we're not. They're only cyber hacking us like once a week. Well, yes, but and then we call them out on on stuff, and you know, similarly with Russia, like you can see that there's a contested nature between the leaders. Certainly. Like yeah. Biden, you know, Biden will stand his ground with either guy, mm-hmm. uh, either uh, uh, the president of China or, or the president of, of Russia. And so I think just by having that contentious relationship, I think it's heading in the right direction for us. And we're like realigning with our allies better, et cetera. But in terms of Hunter Biden, to go back to your original question, I actually see no issue with it. And that's not just me being biased. It's because there's nothing being done with the government itself on either side. And I wasn't holding him accountable for no, the, no, it's uh, a fair question. As like a uh, the son of a president, I was saying more so as a businessman because. You know, again, I, I have to do so much more research into it. It wasn't something I prepared to for, uh, talk about for the podcast tonight. But right. 
it sounded like a lot of shady dealings. Like they bought their way into like oh, the I'm business sure. deal, and like sure. to me, it's more so like ethics rather than like business politics ethics. <laughs> Billy Madison. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Um, I, I would say, I would also say like, you know, there's so much of our country's economy that's dependent on the labor, I guess you would call it borderline slave labor of China, yeah. of China. And so I think a lot of companies have begun to move or distance themselves from that, but there's still a tremendous amount of manufacturing that happens in China that we benefit from. So I don't know. Like, I don't have an issue with a private company doing their business unless we want to say, hey, we need to stop utilizing them. And I yeah. think there has been some of that. You've seen more uh, movement towards Eastern European or mm-hmm. the Oceanic private like areas. Right. So like, uh, you know, Thailand and, and the Philippines and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't really have an issue, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I do. Again, not politically, just in, you know. Yeah. Eth- ethically, I suppose. Yeah. We should do an episode on uh, Taiwan, too, now that we're talking about China. Yeah, with uh, Biden's one China, one Taiwan or whatever. Isn't that what he was saying? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but that I got, that I got political real fast. I know. <laughs> it, it's just like it naturally happens yeah, with us. Yeah. I do want to say, and, and I'm sorry, I'm sharing a conversation you had with your wife. In a good way. It was about us. Don't worry. Yeah. But she asked, like, do we ever get oh, tense? Yeah, I can share this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to share all No, but do we ever get tense uh, after our conversations? And I think there's times where you get tense during the conversation, or certainly I do and probably should be better about that. But I don't think we ever have walked away in a, in a, like, in a place where I was like, fucking Kevin, or you're like, fucking Brian, like, it's never like that. Yeah. And I think that's like one of yeah. the most exciting parts good, of our conversations yeah. it, on air or off air. Yeah. Like there's always this. I think sometimes on air you intentionally provoke me a little bit more. Cause Certainly, you want to, yeah. it's good content it's, well, to it's, get it's, me it's, ranting. Well, it's easy to get you riled up. Right. Right. The whole uh, reason we started this podcast going into it, you knew I was going to do it. Yeah, no, I love it. I, I think it, be. I think it's, yeah, you, you know, you're contractually, people, you're contractually ob- <laughs> obligated to get pissed off. <laughs> it's the only way we're going to make it with this. Oh man. Um, but yeah, Anna asked me cause she listened to the written house episode. Yeah. Which was a very good conversation. By I the thought way. so. It get it got a little got a little heated. Yeah, got a little uh, you know fun, interesting. Um, but the th- so Anna asked me, and I, I, she hadn't finished the episode yet, so she didn't hear the laughter at the end of the episode yeah. where we kind of came together. It's hard to bring levity in those situations. Oh, certainly, yeah. We probably shouldn't. Yeah. You, do, you always find a way to not do it or do it at the right. Yeah, times. I try to be sensitive. I'm not always. Um, we both know that you're the sensitive one of the group. Um, but no, she said, you know, you know, do you ever, do you guys ever like leave there and you're, and like you're pissed off at each other or is there any like, te- are you guys tense, ten- or is there any tension between the two of you? Well, and I won't say what my response was to her, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start any weird online rumors, but it was good. Um, <laughs> Just wait till there's a Reddit about us. Yeah. <laughs> Anna can start it. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, it, I, I, that's one thing I love is. It's kind of like um, similar to as in sports. They say leave it all out on the field. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we do. Um, but I think one thing that Brian and I do very well is um, we let each other get each other's points out. Yeah. Even if we don't agree with the points, we can come together at the end of the conversation and be like, okay, well, where do we agree and where do we disagree? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not a matter of changing each other's minds. It's a matter of trying to give your points give your information, say where you got it. And then, you know, whether, you know, I choose to end up agreeing with something that Brian says, or even after he's given me all of his, you know, um, information, I still disagree for whatever reason. You know what I mean? That's something that doesn't, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm speaking for me and I'm kind of going to speak for you, but I yeah. don't think like, it's not something that I get pissed off about. If I don't change your mind on a subject, I'm not like, well, fuck this. I'm just like, okay, well, cool. Moving on. Well, and I think, <laughs> At the end of the day, or at, at the end of any conversation with you, I feel more educated because I approach things, and as anyone does, with a certain lens, 
And even though I'm trying to be as objective as possible and, and I actively look for counterpoints, because a counterpoint is coming from you, I give it more credence and I'm more willing to hear it. Whereas if I read something and I'm like, I know where I'm at, like, all right, I got to find the the opposite view. And I'm like, I'll go to you Fox know the NY Post or Fox, Fox News. News. And I'm like, com. why the fuck did I do this? Well, yeah. okay. But, but Fox is a bad one, though. Fox News, I, I would go to the Wash or I would go to the Post first. Before I would go to really? Fox News, because Fox News, it's within the first sentence you can see their their bias is bleeding all over the play, the page. Yeah, it's bad. So I don't mind bias. I really don't, as I, long as it stays factual. See, but there's the problem. They, they there's can, a reason they, they have will, a billion will, dollar lawsuit against them. Yeah, I mean they will twist it harder than. I don't know. Fill in the blank with something about twi- twisting nipples here or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're just leaving it up to the audience, but it's pretty, pretty. You you narrowed that. I didn't scope. want it to be vague. Twist, <laughs> twist it. You know, find out something that's twisting, like twisting nipples. Find out somebody that twists nipples. I, it's you know what? <laughs> I forgot where I even started with it. But it was, twist it like a you know they twist it like a kid twists nipples while they're in high school. Did you guys ever have that purple nipples? Or was that middle school, maybe? Maybe that was middle school. I it was big on the wrestling team. I, it didn't happen to me much. Oh, I, I like it. Yeah. I would I have friend, liked it. I had a friend at the time named Matt who was all about it. But he also had this thing in cross country where you had to be asked, A-S-S-E-D, asked to get into like the, the in crowd of the cross country team, which like you want to talk about being the coolest on the cross country team. You're still low on the totem pole there, (laughs) (laughs) but he would during practice, during warmups, you would wait till you got to a spot where none of the coaches could see. And they would start to circle around you like a pack of lions. And then they would all depance themselves and rub their butts all over your face. I was the only person who went four years without being asked, and that's because I am squirrely. You so, can't pin me down. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. Yes, yes. I don't know if we have enough time. No. Maybe we can have Matt on an episode, and we eh, just do kind of like a probably kind of a Frasier episode, and and just yeah. really kind of dig deep there and, yeah. and see what were what were your motivations? Because that's like you you know it, it's uh, they talk about fixations in yeah. children, mm-hmm. and like. You have you have like a tactile fixation, oral fixation, anal fixation, genitalia fixation as you're growing up, like yeah. you're a toddler, one, two, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you you're exploring your own body. Right. But like when you have those weird fixations later in life, it means you never fully explored it as yeah. a child and you never got it out of your system sometimes. So that's what some people believe. So you're saying you might like butt things. Well There's a possibility. Yeah. I don't know. Last time I saw him, it was on a train. I was coming home from the city. Isn't it weird when you run into people that you like didn't stay in contact with, but yeah. you knew pretty well and like high he, well, school? Well, he went different. He, he went different routes, and I I never like I I've said this in the podcast before. I never drank till I was twenty one, and even when I started drinking, I wasn't really into it. He was really into drinking younger. He was really into the party lifestyle. Like went away to a big college, and he was three years older than me, um, and like got really into the whole party scene. And it's like so like we kind of had that disconnect, and like I'd never talked to him and saw him again until I was on a train. Did you like say hi? Did you talk? Oh, of course you just... I did. I oh, said, right. "Oh, hey, Matt." He's like, "Oh," and it took him a second. Then he's like, "Oh, sup, bro?" <laughs> or something like that. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> he was one of the cool kids. Remember? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Still waiting to know what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something I'm thankful for. <laughs> Speaking of thankful for, I mean, like we might train? as well since we since it is the week of Thanksgiving. Let's do it. Um. And I'm going to set one restriction because I'm going to restrict myself because it's quite obvious. Like, we're both very thankful for ourselves. Well, I'm thankful for you. You're thankful for oh, me. Oh, that's where I was going to go. Damn it. And then okay. also, like, our wives and family. Yeah. But I want I want you to think a little bit outside of, like, family, friends, and, like, this, this podcast. podcast. <laughs> like, what else are you thankful for? Uh, I am thankful for the fact that I somehow um, – I'm able to keep a positive attitude in anything that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that has kind of translated well into parenting because I, um, 
and my wife is a beautiful, wonderful woman, and she I'm truly, truly amazing. Like she lets me do this podcast with you. Um, not that like she's like the boss of me, because I mean I'm the boss, like for sure. <laughs> That's a good one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I definitely have a little bit more patience. Yeah. Of the two of yeah. us. And so, yeah, yeah, I'm thankful for that. What about you? I would say peanut butter. That's a good answer. But now it begs the no, question. No, no, but butter, not but now. Peanut butter. Oh, sorry, my bad. It begs the question, though. <laughs> What's your go-to peanut butter? So here's the thing. And be specific. Oh, my God, I did it again. My wife has been calling me That's out. okay. Now you got to take a shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I really like peanut butter. I don't honestly have a preference. Okay, that's fair. Uh, well, so I, I do have a preference for creamy. And? More than crunchy. Oh, oh, oh it looks like you had, like... Uh, you know, I don't care what cr- crunchy I'm eating or whatever. No, yeah. As long as it's, cr- I know. prefer creamy to crunchy. I will. Okay. I will absolutely. Yeah. So I was at my mom's this weekend. Yeah. To drop Nora off, they they went and did this thing with Nora where they were dropping off Thanksgiving meals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in local communities, mm-hmm. and uh, they were like, "Oh, do you want an apple with peanut butter?" And they had crunchy peanut butter, and it really actually worked out because it kind of had that af- uh, laffy. T- Taffy apple feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. For so sure. like, you know, I didn't have the actual peanuts and caramel, but mm-hmm. it was like crunchy peanut butter. So actually, it was the first time I was like, man, I actually prefer crunchy peanut butter on an apple because it kind of reminds me of a of a laffy tap laffy taffy apple. apple taffy apple. Yeah, isn't it laffy laffy, laffy taffy? No, no taffy. Just Shake taffy. the laffy taffy. taffy. Mm-hmm. Shake the laffy mm-hmm. taffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. I'm not. I'm. I will agree. I, I'll actually. I'll meet you in the middle there. Okay. I, I do like crunchy peanut butter. I do like creamy peanut butter. My favorite peanut butter is like one of the all natural ones. Okay. Where it's like, it's not crunchy, but there's a little bit of a grittiness from peanuts in there still. Okay. Um, really good one. If you can find it, it's harder to get. Uh, Justin's. So they I make. Never seen Justin's. They make the the little almond butter packets and like okay, okay. all that, but they make a, like a, t- a tub of peanut butter, and it is just to die for. Otherwise, one that you can find everywhere, Smucker's Natural. Really, Smucker's makes a good peanut butter. Yeah, you know, I would have thought so, but I never, never wandered into the Smucker's well, for when you peanut butter. Th- well, when you but think they made jelly. Yeah, so it makes well, sense. they also made the goober. Oh, is that the one with the peanut peanut butter and jelly? jelly? Yeah. Which is all wrong because you can't do 50-50 when it comes to peanut butter and jelly. No, and you know what? I don't don't know. I never saw a strawberry. I always just saw grape, and I don't don't acknowledge grape. I think of grape jelly like I do North Korea. I just don't acknowledge it. A dictatorship? (laughs) It's just, no. It's, I just choose not to accept its existence. See, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I don't know where to get. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I like all, I like all jellies. Maybe not apricot on my peanut butter and jelly. Well, I'll, so do, I, I, I'll fuck around with grape. I'll fuck around with strawberry. You know what I mean? You want to throw me a little loop? Give me some fucking boysenberry. No, I would do it. Raspberry? I'll take it. If it's a, just don't give me apricot. If it's a peanut butter and jelly, it is intended to be strawberry. I, I mean, I'm not going to disagree. I love strawberry jelly with my peanut butter, but I'll eat grape. I won't. Obviously, you grew up in a wealthier household than I did because we took we, <laughs> we ate whatever the fuck we could. <laughs> did, you, did you just have a grape tree up back and mash your own grapes? That's it. No, dude. We could just only, you know what I mean? My mom and dad couldn't afford all the different kinds of peanut butter. I like didn't the, either. We just had strawberry. Grape, if there was grape in the fridge, I ate grape. If there was strawberry in the fridge, I ate strawberry. It's, it's the same price. So your mom just mm. could have bought one. We all know strawberry is the more expensive. It's all red and luscious. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you go, did you do jelly jam or preserves? Whatever was in the fridge, I think it was normally jelly, though. Yeah, we were jelly. Yeah, but if I but if I went to Nana and Papa's house, they were a preserve household. Really? Yeah, but like that, you know. I mean, so I I never even okay. So here's the thing, and it's kind of like in in jest when I say you know like, the difference I don't between jam and jelly, right? Huh? You know the difference between jam and jelly, right? 
carry on. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> you don't jam in a warm apple pie, or you don't jelly in a warm apple pie. <laughs> jam in it. God damn it. <laughs> what were you going to say, though, about preserves? I never knew they existed until I was like an adult. Really? Yeah, I always thought like it was either grape or strawberry jelly. And I knew of marmal- marmalade. 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 Marmalade, yeah. Marmalade, right? Marmalade, I don't know. It's a word I don't say very often. I know. I used to say it a lot, actually. Never mind, take that back. Like when I had to do whiskey tastings and I wanted to sound fancy, I heard a whiskey guy say once, like, it's got a very like marmalade sweetness to it. And I was like, okay, so it's got like a jelly sweetness How to it. How the fuck is there a mosquito? Aren't they all dead? Not that one. Oh. Surviving by the warmth of our ring light. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I never knew there were preserves. Like, I just yeah. knew of Smucker's strawberry jelly. That's all we ever had in my yeah. house. Yeah. And when I started, like, I went to a friend's house, and their mom made a grape in a grape jelly mm-hmm. sandwich. Yeah. I said I couldn't eat it. I was allergic to grapes. <laughs> Oh, want to hear something real messed up? Sure. I went to a kid's house once when I was real young. It was probably one of my first, like, going to hang out with my friends experience. I was in, like, kindergarten. Yeah. Um, And I went over to his house, and, I like, his mom was going to make me, like, food for lunch Uh because it was, like, a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And she's like, well, what would you like? And I said, I'll just have a peanut butter and jelly. Like, thinking, like, that I was being, like, thoughtful. Like, just simple. Like, you you got some fucking bread and some peanut butter and some jelly. The kid was allergic to peanut butter. Did she think you were trying to kill her son? <laughs> that was never invited over ever again. <laughs> she thought you were going to commit homicide against her son. No, but I just thought it was so messed up. But they had tag-alongs. I'm or trying not, to protect property! Or not and then tag- throw the peanut butter out. Uh, yeah, tag-alongs. Tag-alongs are the, the Girl Scout cookie <laughs> with peanut butter, right? You missed it. No, sorry, say it again. So I'm protecting property! And then throw the peanut butter at him. <sighs> I'm a medic. <laughs> Here's some jelly. <laughs> Does jelly fight an allergic reaction? No, but it cools them off yeah. from the anaphylactic shock. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that got dark <laughs> in the best way. God dang. I like that a lot. That's good. That's really good. What were you going to say about I don't even know. And jelly? <laughs> I'm blinded by your fucking intelligence and your wit. That was nice. Gosh. Do you ever forget that we're recording a podcast? No. I did. Actually, I do. Yeah. I, yeah, in that moment, I did. Yeah. Sometimes I, I just throw caution in the wind. Like, in these types of podcasts, um, I usually just kind of go with is my it grape, Is it grape caution or is it jelly caution? I, I just always go in. Like, you just go in. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. I, I feel you. You were, you were saying, I don't know how we got, I literally. Oh, tagalongs. Oh, I was tagalongs. talking about tagalongs. Those are my favorite. They're, that's because they're delicious. Yeah. Um, that's the one that's like peanut butter cookie coated in chocolate, right? Yeah. It's like a peanut butter Twix bar in cookie form. Yeah. They're delicious. They don't put enough peanut butter on it anymore. I agree. And then also, there's, oh, my wife found them, but it's like the same cookie maker. Interesting. So, like, Girl Scouts don't make their own no. cookies, right? Which is a sham. Which, yeah, I thought it was like child labor. Listen, I can take care of cat, or you know, take advantage of capitalism too, Girl Scouts of America. Right. I'm well. In fact, it's like that company's taking advantage of the Girl Scouts because they only get like a dollar a box, and they're charging like five dollars a box. Jeez, I think it's more than that now. And logistics. You just got to get them to like the whole troop and they go out and deliver them. So yeah. you don't even have to get them in the stores. Whoa. I never so thought So that about company that. is making a shit ton of money. Yeah. Because people are more likely to say, oh, $5. Well, it's supporting the Girl Scouts. Maybe a dollar. And it's probably only going to go up. Yeah. Because it used to be $3 a box. I used to know because I would spend $18. I would get six boxes. <laughs> Yeah, the math, the math checks out on that one. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. God. I li- I mean, I used to really like Girl Scout cookies. I don't so much anymore. and I just feel like they skimp on the ingredients. Like the Samoas are still good. 
See, I, I'm not a big coconut guy. I'm not either, but there's something about a Samoa if you throw it in the freezer. Same thing with the... Uh, the Thin min- mints. Thin mints, yeah. Thin mints throw those babies in the freezer, baby. So I'm not a big chocolate-only kind of guy, like a chocolate yeah. cake or Hershey's. Nope. Even M&M's that are just the chocolate ones, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. But Thin Mints that are frozen... Delicious. They just hit it's different. It's a game changer. They just a game hit changer. different. Yeah. You you do the same thing. I'm, with- I'm thankful for Thin Mints in the freezer and Tagalongs anywhere. Fucking anywhere. Going they back to our thing. Tagalongs for a I don't know how we got this far. Everywhere. Dude, I was making a joke when you're like... What are you thankful for? Because you had like something like thoughtful, and I was like peanut butter. And look, how, we've been spending the last twenty minutes going down this road of fucking peanut butter for it. Girl Scout cookies, but I'm bringing it back. I'm, I'm thankful for frozen Thin Mints. That's really bringing it back. <laughs> I'm thankful for frozen Thin Mints. I'm, fr- I'm thankful for and taglongs pe- anywhere. I'm thankful for frozen pizzas. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. I think. Honey, what are we making tonight? I don't know. I'm exhausted. I worked all week and then I worked two, you know, 14 hour shifts over the weekend. Actually, I don't actually do this, but every once in a while, I'm like, let's just have some frozen pizza. I I love frozen pizza. I prefer like a solid tombstone. Tombstones are great. Everyone likes to rag on Jack's. Listen, I'll I'll, order. I'll I'll order Jack's because you're getting value. I'm a value guy. And Jack's Pizza is great, and it doesn't fucking matter. Like Brian, Brian, and I—well, really, I came to this realization on uh, Sunday when we were recording that hot sauce is my favorite food. Really? Um, yeah, pizza, pizza's mine. And pizza's just a great vessel for hot sauce. <laughs> so I mean, I will fuck with some Jack's Pizza, and I'll eat Jack's Pizza on its own. Sometimes I dress it up a little bit if I got some fucking uh, Parmigiano Reggiano in the fridge. I'll take out the grater. I'll microplane it. Ooh. You know, I mean, I'll microplane it, and they get a little nice little dark crust on it. You know. Okay. Um, but I'll do it with Jacks. I love tomb- Tombstone's my jam. Tombstone's great. I, I, you know, I respect journal. It's yeah. a little too classy. Like it if is, I'm going yeah. frozen, like I want the three for five. Well, and if I'm gonna go classy on a frozen pizza, lots of matzo. Oh, Brew is that the from, one with from, the big chef mouth on the front? No, 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 no. It's from Brew Pub Pizza. It's a completely clear plastic over the front with just a circle label in the middle oh fancy yeah. they used to go to the midwest food expo which is where my the coffee roastery did uh you know some trade or they did it every year that trade show yeah and like you would smell them throwing them into their pizza oven and all that all i'd have to do is walk over there with a couple of pounds of coffee and be like yo feed me for the weekend yeah it's really good i'm in it's got a pound of cheese on it you know what i'm not in on tell me because they haven't sponsored us to not talk about them, fucking Papa John's. Papa shit. John's sucks, dude. I will I not. Would a, I would take a DiGiorno over Papa John's. Oh, I like DiGiorno. I just like. I do too. I'm just saying. What's the lowest, lowest on the totem pole for frozen pizzas for you? Okay, so in terms of, so I don't think I have, like a lower, lower on the totem pole. Like I, I mean, they're all kind of like I just consider frozen. Any of those flat ones, the Signature Kitchen, yeah, Jack's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tombstone, all of those, those are the lowest on the totem pole. Yeah. And I don't I don't like to force them to be one better than the other. Yeah. I just go for maximum value. What's on sale? Yeah. Tombstone, they do a good job on Tombstone. Yeah. Like three. It's I don't know what it is nowadays. I haven't I haven't bought those in a while, but it's probably I think it's like three for, you know, yeah. Sixteen bucks or something like that, eighteen bucks. Like is it really that, that yeah. high? Yeah, they're expensive now. But I'll tell you what, though, I would pay fucking Papa John's prices. Fuck that. I would pay Lou Malnati's prices for Jack's Pizza if it meant I didn't have to eat Papa John's. So, you know you know how, like, a Jack's always comes in on the cardboard? Yeah. Okay. So, if I had the cardboard mm-hmm. and I scraped off little bits of cheese. Go on. Onto like the cardboard. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah crumpled up the paper and put it on top and then put it in the oven mm-hmm. i would eat that before papa john's <laughs> you know when you're cooking frozen pizzas and you throw them in the oven i don't know if you put aluminum foil on the bottom of your oven i usually put it in the center so that like it you know it can, you know it's easier to clean you know how like sure. if you've had a few frozen pizzas over the course of like six months and like all that gross shit that's been caked on to that fucking aluminum foil i would take that aluminum foil out put it back in the oven under the broiler just so it got real crispy, and I would eat that before I would eat Papa John's. That's good. That's <laughs> real good. 
You're a daring son of a bitch. No hot sauce either. <laughs> Holy cow. Before Papa John's. <laughs> Papa John's, pay up. <laughs> We're basically black. I, I honestly think I would starve before eating Papa John's. Yeah. If everything else in the world shut down. Yeah. Like we're we're talking serious pandemic. Go on. Supply chain issues. Yeah. My wife is at a cabin by herself with my yeah. daughter and I have no one to cook for me. Kraft macaroni and cheese has gone out of Kraft business. Kraft macaroni and cheese has gone all of all of the all knockoffs. All of the mac and cheese gone. Gone. All of the chicken in the gone. world gone. Yeah. And there's Papa John's. And every single fast food place has closed other than Chick-fil-A, and it's Sunday. Right. <laughs> I've never had Chick-fil-A. Won't do it. Papa John's, mm-hmm. down the street from me, offers. We're bringing our whole fleet of people. They're starving. They need tip money. Mm-hmm. We're sending them to your house. You have to eat this food and tip these guys. I would tell them. They're going to starve with me. Mm, that's good. I'm taking the whole fucking. That's good. Some that's men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. I just want to watch Papa John's burn. Yeah. Yeah. If I were ever on like a desert island in the middle of nowhere. And for whatever reason, there was a phone on that desert island and it rang and I ran over to it and I picked it up and I said, mom. And they're like, no, it's Papa John's. And they said, listen, we know you're on a desert island and there's no food or water. All you have to do is say one nice thing about our restaurant and we will bring you all the food and water and we'll save you. I'd die on the island. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think I would be in the same same boat. Well, I mean, if you were in the same boat, at least I'd have company because then we'd both be on the desert island. Yeah, actually, we'd be on a boat getting away from the desert <laughs> island because fuck Papa John's. You can't hold me down. I'd build a fucking boat out of fucking roughage. If the island were made of lettuce, I would fashion together enough lettuce iceberg. Do you do you remember? <laughs> so Domino's was not very good at a yeah, certain point yeah. in the early, like in the late nineties, early two thousands. Absolutely, cardboard crust. For me, Pizza Hut has always just been solid stuff. Crust, always baby. solid stuff. That Domino's crust. has been very good in mm-hmm. more recent years, and the reason I was watching like a. A YouTube video on this or yeah. something, but the CEO of Domino's, the guy that got named CEO, like took ownership and he like did all these focus groups and they th- it was a whole marketing strategy which yeah, was yeah, brilliant yeah, yeah, yeah. where they showed like the marketing or the the focus groups yeah. like this sucks here's what's bad and he's like I own this I'm the CEO of Domino's and this isn't good enough. And so we're spending all of this money. Yeah. We're spending all this time rebranding and all that. And they came back and their product is good. They're kicking it. Yeah, 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 that's great. I'd still choose Pizza Hut over them, but yeah. If Papa John's wanted the same redemption story and offered this podcast $1 million, I would tell them, I think you have no shot. I hope your whole restaurant goes to hell yeah. and you can never make another pizza again. I hope yeah. this flops on its face and I hope Domino's and Pizza Hut crush you. I agree. You ever do you know the like the 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 guy who saved Twinkies in PBR? No. Oh, there's a guy out there. I think he's a Greek fella, and um, he that went, checks out. Yeah, yeah. So PBR was going down the shitters for the longest time, and this guy kind beer, of any beer does. Yeah, for yeah. Me. But this guy came in and completely rebranded it as this like cool like punk rock beer for like hipsters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And he did the same th- thing when, like, there was that whole Twinkie scare. Like, uh-oh, Hostess is going out of business. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Same guy. Saved him. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I love a good comeback story. That's why I like Kim Kardashian so much. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, love it. Love it. Speaking yeah. of blooper reels. Yeah, that was that's the best blooper reel ever. Um, <laughs> Not but, the sex tape. Yeah, but as much as I the love... The blooper reel is from Parks and Rec. You Parks and Rec, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. The uh, sex tape has some bloopers too, but <laughs> I just don't think they were qualified actors. <laughs> Somebody did not check their resumes. I mean, Ray J, I know he had some some acting chops. Yeah. Like, you know, he was... But Kim was just not a very good actress. No, no, you could tell. Um <laughs> This is weird. I like it. Um, so that same Greek guy, that same Greek guy, yeah. 
could come into Papa John's office. Did it feel weird saying that? Yeah, some Greek guy could come into Papa John's office. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it didn't until you mentioned it, but okay. (laughs) Could go into Papa John's office and be like, hey, I'm going to rebrand for you guys. We're going to do all this focus work, all this shit, and and we're going to really, we're going to make this brand, we're going to make this brand great again. We're going to make this pizza great again. Like some real Donald Trump style stuff, okay? But yeah. better because Donald, you know, well, we can, <laughs> not going down that rabbit hole. They can go through all that work and they can make the best pizza in the whole world and I still wouldn't eat it. Really? Until they apologize to you. You know what? I really believe, I believe in redemption and I believe yeah. in forgiveness. Yeah. Um, I think it's important in relationships in family, even in politics, like if Mitch yeah. McConnell was like apologetic, yeah, and like just remorseful, and not on his deathbed because at that point, if he's never apologized yeah, yeah, for anything yeah. he did, like go die, yeah. But if he said tomorrow, yeah, I think I'm I really messed up here, yeah, and I'm so sorry, yeah. Like I wouldn't vote for him, right? But I would like. Hey, Forget he's him. he's making he's making progress. Amends, yeah, yeah, he's making amends. Yeah, and I got to respect that. Yeah, and I believe you should really do that for Certainly. for anyone. anyone. I mean, it that's the that's the noble story in like the Bible, Certainly. the Quran, Certainly. like all of these religious texts is, yeah, is yeah. forgiveness and yeah. turning the other cheek. Yeah, I would never do it for Papa John's under any circumstance. I'm making the declaration right now. If that company, yeah. Offered us a million dollars. I'm turning it down. But a hundred million. No. I just wouldn't say anything bad anymore. Fine. That's my own. You can buy my silence. You cannot buy my approval. Uh, Agreed. Tulsi Gabbard. And I will literally say I plead the fifth. Tulsi Gabbard. And I'm talking like 2020 Tulsi Gabbard. Okay. Okay. At her prime before she started slipping. Tulsi Gabbard could come up to me tomorrow. And in this scenario, I have no wife, I have no kids, I'm single, okay? Okay. She could come up to me tomorrow and say, Kevin, listen, I will make sweet, sweet love to you and take you to my Hawaii home and let you live there with me and fill your world with pleasure and bliss if you just take one bite of Papa John's pizzas and I, I would kick Tulsi Gabbard right in the vagina and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never kick Tulsi Gabbard in the vagina and walk away. But I would like I would definitely walk away. <laughs> I would say Tulsi, like I I think I love you until you said Papa John's. Right. Because I think I think deep down you know how much that would be scarring me. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. You know, like, like I would, I would you be have your like, own detest. Yeah. You you detest Papa John's, but then you'd also be yeah betraying me. Yeah, because I would be like mid coitus with Tulsi Gabbard, and like in my head would pop up an image of you, and it would be in black and white, and you would be putting Papa John's in your mouth and crying, and I couldn't live with myself. <laughs> was good we're never getting monetized not by papa john's <laughs> if papa john's were the last business left on earth and we were the last podcast left on earth and papa john's could save the world by sponsoring us they wouldn't sponsor us nope <laughs> nope oh gosh well that note it's been an hour <laughs> shit uh, I'm 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 actually really thankful for my wife. I am thankful. I already said it. That I was thankful for my wife. Actually, no, you. I made it so you couldn't. No, but I did it earlier. Remember when I was talking about how I'm the more patient of the two of us? Yeah, yeah. I'm also really thankful for my kids. They made my life way better. Thankful for one of mine, not the others. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm really thankful for my third. Do you think anyone child. listening is like, wait, does he have more than one kid? <laughs> No, not anymore. They're not, but they were. <laughs> they were like, "Well, God, what did I stumble upon?" I think I'm gonna make some clips out of this one. K- Maybe we can go viral yeah, talking K- shit about K- Papa John's. K- yeah, K Spill or whatever is gonna come back and be like, "Whoa, 
what did I what did I subscribe to? <laughs> oh, anything else, Brian, before we sign off for the evening? No, too good. Be great. Love you guys. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Enjoy the time with your family. Yeah. Uh, remember to be thankful and remember to ask um the five uh, what is it? Five 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 cannons. No, 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 no. The five pieces of media five that shaped your cannons that shaped your cannons. Who you are, how you think, and how you feel. Yeah. All right. We love you guys. Love you. See you now with a party at. We the ones that he just let into the back. We the misfits. How you gonna react? We in Sony Yash. We ain't get no sleep. Break the rules, can't stay on beat. Making moves, running through the streets. A to Z, follow my lead. Saint status quo, this is rock and roll. This is skydive, yellow now, Ronimo. This is bye bye, ta ta, audio. This is all or nothing, this is all I know. This that I don't know, we try and go. I don't even know, I'm just trying to roll. Me and my friends try and hit the road, try and catch a wave. Gotta see my soul. Thought I was gone, but I'm back.